0: you are listening to the cigar noise boys You gonna be here for a while? I'm gonna go call my crew. You go call your crew. We can rendezvous at the bar around two.
1: notorious BIG.
2: Hey. Yeah. hey Finally
1: finally something. My God, uh, that we actually know
2: things that make you smile. What number to dial? You're gonna be here for a while. I'm gonna call my crew. You're gonna call my crew. We're gonna rendezvous at the club. Uh, I don't even know what the fans call it. I like it's, it when uh, you
0: call me Big Papa.
2: Yeah, Big Papa. Yeah. Low key banger. High it's key. Low, well,
1: not. Yeah, I was gonna say there's nothing low key about that. That's just.
2: Are you guys uh uh, who's better, Tupac or Biggie? Biggie. I, I was more of a Tupac guy. I was more of a Biggie. Who's the? All right, last question. Who's the best rapper from the Midwest? I, I it's got. I mean, Cuckoo Cow. Who? Uh, Cuckoo Cow from Milwaukee in Mile Projects. Remember that song? Yeah. No. Um, oh, okay. I
1: don't know. man. I mean, it depends Eminem? on what. I mean, like, it depends oh. on what... Oh, yeah, okay. Detroit,
2: yeah, yeah Eminem. Yeah, I am thinking I think Bone Thugs and Harmony, Cleveland.
1: Yeah, I was thinking Bone Thugs. I was thinking uh, Kanye. Oh, yeah, uh, Kanye, Chicago. Lil Chi-Town, Dirt. town where you at? Uh, Prince, Minnesota. Prince, Minnesota, yeah. It <laughs> wasn't really a rapper, but... Uh, I would have to say... It, it would probably be Bone Thugs or Eminem. And from a pure... Like, in terms of, I would have to say, I've probably enjoyed more Eminem songs than Bone Thugs. or Bone Thugs is, is, I mean, if it's not one and
2: two, it's one A and one B. I mean, well, it's weird. Like, I think of Bone Thugs as more as Midwest and like Eminem. Eminem is like national to me, where Bone Thugs is right, more like right. local Cleveland, you right. know, Midwest. So, that's true.
0: What's up, Cigar Noise Boys? dom tyler and mo back at it again yeah hey so i picked that song do you want to know why
1: no well, particularly but i'm sure you're gonna tell us
0: i'm having a baby
1: what yeah Damn. i'm
0: gonna be a big papa
1: uh-oh i, Congratulations. I knew it yeah because
0: okay tyler the last like four episodes you've said something about having a baby And I've known for a little bit, and it's just like, I had to skirt around it. When's the projected birth? November. Dude, I've learned Mm. so much about having babies already. Like,
1: Are you going to be giving birth?
0: I'm not. No. (laughs)
1: Oh, well, I wasn't sure. No, like like things I
0: had never known before. Like when you find out, you can't, you're not supposed to tell people right away. You're supposed to wait till week Mm twelve, so that sucks. Been waiting forever, Um, but we're in week thirteen now. So, congratulations,
1: man! That's fantastic. Congrats,
0: man! Thanks. Did you know how expensive it is to have a baby? Yeah, you're fine. Hospital? What the heck? I didn't know it cost money. What? What do you think? This is fucking Norway. Well, no, I mean, I know. Like, if you have insurance, I thought it'd be like. A little bit of money, but goodness, how, mu- how much? If you go to a hospital, around eighteen grand, I think. What? Damn. Yeah, but we're we're looking at um a birthing center. We're gonna check that out. That's why Tyler, I can't do it next. Uh, podcast next Tuesday. We're gonna be searching. Look oh. the options.
2: At home, underwater.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> In the mud. No, you. So yeah, that's exciting.
1: Damn, I well, called it. Looks like I've been, been saying been playing it. in the mud for a while now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tyler, you gotta you gotta be next, and then I'll be okay changing the name to Cigar Noise Dads or Red Cigar Dads,
2: Cigar Noise Dad Buds. No, uh, all right. Red Cigar. Um. Anyways, congrats.
0: Thanks. That's great,
2: Um, Tyler. Where are you right now? Mm. I'm in the LCC.
0: How's the carpet?
2: It's uh, it matches the drapes, man. It's nice. Ooh, that's weird. (laughs) Old, uh, old movie theater. Old movie theater carpet is the best kind of carpet. It's free.
1: (laughs) Oh, Tyler.
0: I I know how it's iconic in photos and whatnot, but doesn't that absorb all the odor?
2: Uh, yeah. It's the best part it of it. Is-
0: oh. Hmm. So no push-ups at the lounge.
2: I've done a few, but um, yeah, no, I'm chilling at Lake Country. I had a doctor's appointment, um, today. It went well. My, uh, my health problems are behind me. Um, so, yeah, that's the relief. Um, good
1: you know two great pieces of news
2: today yeah um i mean because there's always in the back of my mind i thought maybe like the problem i had would come back because i got a buddy in chicago who had the same kind of health issues and he had to have the surgery for his his, uh cranium three times so i was worried that um but it's it's looking really good so um and then uh yeah thank you and then i am uh i'm bringing back uh sexy my humidor yeah bringing sexy back and i bring back my humidor down to austin so it's kind of like it's kind of bittersweet a little bit so it's kind of like showing that like my austin was like permanent you know it's not like um it's like bittersweet yeah it's like this chapter is like closed and then the new chapter is fully you know whatever so yeah exciting
0: I just realized my Wi-Fi is not. I'm connected to the wrong one, so I hope. Why isn't it? Oh my goodness! You suck. Yeah, it's okay. I'm trying to connect to the new one now. So uh, the owners at Aloni said they'd appreciate the job I've been doing and offered me a ticket to the trade show. Who's that? The owners at Aloni.
2: Oh okay. Um, oh yeah, you you cut off for a minute.
0: Yeah, I, I switched the Wi-Fi. I so switched it again now. Oh okay, good. good um, good. but I'm not going to be going because I'm going to be with my wife and baby.
1: So I'll be working here. What? Your wife and
2: baby. Wait, wait wait
1: wait a minute. I thought you said the baby wasn't coming. No okay
0: November. no the the baby is going to be inside of her. It's not. Yeah, November is the due date. But I'm not going to okay. I'm not going to leave her. To go to Vegas to hang out with Cigar Dudes.
2: Dude, this is going to be bad. What? I, I look it, Bro, I, this I is I going to be your last it. chance to go. Yeah, yeah. No. Good
1: point. Hey, look what happened to Drew. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm going to be making diaper Al- money, though.
2: Alex is looking for, looking uh, for someone what? to put a room with.
0: I so said I'm going to be making diaper money.
2: Well, I'll talk to I'll talk to John and Sean to make sure you get a, a Romacraft onesie. Oh. But, um But you should come to the trade show.
0: Uh Jeb, the manager, did say the two brands that he's actively going to pursue at the trade show was warped and then he mentioned RomaCraft. So I'm throwing in patina there. What about it? I don't yeah. Um I've got I've got some talking to do. We'll iron some things out.
1: I'm All surprised right, you guys don't carry Roma Craft already.
0: They did at one point. I don't know how long ago that was. Probably yeah. six years ago, maybe. Yeah. Moe smoked that anniversary. How'd you like it? It's good. Thank you. Uh, I'm uh, hoping you do another broadleaf. I wanted to do uh, a peen with that, Tyler. And we could talk about the, Ooh, the we flavors. Should, we
2: could do that. You know what? Yeah. Moe, you know what a peen uh, you know is?
1: Well, I know what it is in Italian slang. Well, actually, yeah, peach, <laughs> yeah, but not necessarily in Paizano. terms of cigar tasting.
0: Palates <laughs> experiencing every nuance.
1: Oh, that's what it is?
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Got to bring it back. Uh, yeah. No, we should do that. Um, I gave, so on the way up, I uh, stopped in Dallas and uh, met with Brandon. And mm-hmm. then I hooked him up with a uh, with a patina twenty years, <laughs> the yeah. patina five years, yeah. and then uh, a couple of other things. So, uh, he said he really really liked it. He posted it on the gram and uh, yeah, saw that. So. It's good, and then man. Alex Thanks. was saying, yeah, and then Alex from Lake Country was saying that his wife smoked one last night. She really liked it. That's crazy. I didn't know and his he, wife smoked cigars. Yeah, I I didn't know that either. And then she, I think Alex bought a box last night. I think there's yeah. one box left here. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, man, it seems right. like, uh, you know, shout out to like NC and Yogi and those guys and like Vcut, VQ, sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. I know a lot of those guys, Drew, they all bought multiple boxes. Um, Coach Mo. so Yeah, Coach Mo. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. that's awesome Who's i'll be that? doing a cutting light with uh you know virtual cutting light with ics on uh may 19th so uh cool. i'll be seeing coach mo i think probably then what the heck uh, that he usually he usually joins that
0: why didn't i know th- oh i've i haven't been active no
1: well, we'll dear, you have your wife's pregnant yeah oh, okay oh, <laughs> <hell>. <laughs>
0: Enchante
1: uh-uh. Uh <laughs> What's that from? What's that? <laughs> I don't know?
2: I don't know where um, I picked that up from. What's gonna say though? It's about me. Uh imagine that Yeah. Uh I need to buy a second box because I gave one to Skip, Mike, and Sean. Uh and then I smoked several. I think I have like one or two left. So I need to pick up another box. Yeah,
0: I gave two to B, triple B, Bob. You met him at the show, oh, yeah, Mo. Yeah. And he wants more. Good dude. And I I don't want to. I said maybe we'll we'll split a box and that'll get him to get one, but yeah, he's also a big
1: fan. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, cigar is... It turned out exactly the way I wanted it to, so...
0: Now, what? Mo... I will say this: I enjoyed it, but I do think your core lines are better.
2: Really? If, How dare you?
0: No, I I don't think that's a mean thing to say.
2: No, I agree. No, I, uh, that's great. I think it's <laughs> except
0: except for the Sumatra, that that yes. for me was just not my palate. But
1: yeah, I think Sumatra is so hit or miss for a lot of people, man. I mean, yeah. honestly it's a really, it's like a polarizing, uh, rapper. Yeah. It really is. I mean, and I, and Tyler and I talked about this too, when we, you know, cause Tyler was down there when we were first looking at it. And I was like, this is going to be one of those that you're going to either love it or not like it because people just either love or don't like Sumatra, you know, just how it goes.
0: And I'm not sure if Tatuaje is the one doing this to me mentally, but last year, a lot of what came out of Táchira was Sumatra, yep. And I kind of got tired of Sumatra. And then this year, it's all the Tuxla, Mexican Sandreas, San Mexican stuff. And yep. I'm getting a little tired of that rapper. Yeah, well,
1: yeah, man, you gotta kind of keep switching it up. You know, like that's why, like, man, I, I smoke. God, I smoke so much different stuff just to keep the palate engaged and seeing what's out there and uh you know that's a that's like one of the f- questions you always get is like oh what else do you smoke and it's like literally everything i mean when i say everything i mean from brands that like i either admire or uh like the way they do things and, and stuff like that
2: you know what i'm saying yeah um others say that the uh I think the 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 5 year fits in well with the with the Coraline where it's it's a, another one of those cigars where you can um when you it keeps your palate nice and clean where well, you can smoke another one right away. The Sumatra the only one that kind of um is a little it's strong. It's a strong Sumatra and so but the uh it fits in with the habano maduro in Connecticut where it it, it doesn't wreck your palate, you know. Um, yeah, man. but then and then uh, I was gonna say going back to like Tatawahe and then the, all, all the Sumatra stuff, and then all the mm-hmm. all the, the San Andreas. I mean, it's um, a lot of the wrapper leaps are wrapper leafs are getting super hard to find. Um, yeah. I think there's uh, not a lot of Brazilian Alparaca out there, uh, Cameroon, Broadleaf, um, the shortage, of a lot of stuff. So,
1: well, you kind of uh, got to play around this. what have have we been talking about for the last, what, five years, right? If you're going to make a core line, play to the strengths of your factory and try to know, you know, to the best of your ability, project what'll continue to be readily available to you. And that's again, different for every factory, uh, depending on their setup or their or their network of uh, people that they work with but you know you start missing out on stuff it's you know it's tricky it gets tricky yeah that's why look at uh tyler yeah tyler you were there for that this conversation when we originally going to do the patina Corline maduro that was supposed to be a connecticut broadleaf and then they told us Hey, to be honest with you, you, we won't have this readily available. Now, mind you, this is 2019. We won't be able to make you a core line like regularly available until November of 2020. Okay. That's how the, that's how the Patina Maduro ended up being a San Andreas. And. Now, I know Noxa has a good, good portion of Connecticut Broadleaf. And, I mean, when you got Sokka and Crowned Heads and, and Dapper uses a decent amount, you got to have some. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's why we didn't. That's why the Patina Coraline wasn't a Broadleaf. That's why we did the uh, anniversary Is that. Because you just never know, man. I mean, that's the type of thing that goes, you know, at least rapper quality, right? for filler binder yeah. that's more readily available but when you're talking actual wrapper quality
0: was the blend also going to be the same as it is now from the Duro, or did, was it a different blend to match the no you,
1: you had to you had to switch it up because of the different wrapper different wrapper yeah i uh, think i i think going back it would have been more nicaraguan focused outside of the wrapper than it currently is in terms of tobacco right
2: yeah um and for uh uh, switching lanes here subject but uh if you guys haven't checked it out mo was on uh cigar coop primetime with aaron loomis and william cooper uh that was a good interview um it it was fun uh yeah um i didn't get a shout out but that's 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 okay (laughs) uh but uh it was a good interview uh
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'll make sure from now on to work you in in every opportunity that i get just uh, one time
0: do do yeah, they no, take live that, questions
1: what's that do they
0: take live no. questions
1: on their show no no um and i don't even know if anybody was coming comment- i think they do a facebook live but i can't see the comments or anything or um but no that was that was really good that was really fun
0: uh the 18th so it's day before the zoom cut night with you mo matt booth is coming to our shop
1: oh nice and
0: i said hey i'm gonna make a, a video for instagram yeah and so filmed it all and then i just needed two real quick shots of matt booth so i reached out to him let him know what i needed him to send me and he said it'll be done mm-hmm. and then i was <laughs> then just waiting was not done. waiting patiently um and I asked the manager yesterday hey did uh you hear anything about that he's like oh yeah he uh matt talked to tony who's our forge rep and he said why do these guys think we have an event with them <laughs> <laughs> but it was a miscommunication he's still coming uh but he's i guess he's doing like an event today so no. it's just um he says other things but i'm gonna i'll hit him up again see if he has time if not i'm gonna have to just get creative and maybe print out a picture of his face and talk for him
1: yeah you like, could probably do that with ai technology today
0: i just don't understand computers yeah i mean yeah Thank God, yeah. Um, shower thought. Post oh PCA interviews or like mm. the last day interviews are kind of like LinkedIn posts. Mm. Do you guys? Do you guys both have LinkedIn? Yeah, I have LinkedIn. No. Oh, then you want to get it, Tyler? People are just like, "What an honor to do this! I have uh, just been accepted and." It's very yeah. like look at me, but it's in a professional sense. But trade yeah. shows like, oh yeah, we crushed it. We came out with all this. We talked to all these people.
1: Oh yeah. No, that yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a really good analogy, hence your name. Uh I I would agree with a lot of that. I think I mean no one's gonna tell you well, not no one. Very few people will tell you. Hey man, we really had a fucking shitty show. I mean, this was just yeah. absolutely terrible. Um, but like this past year, and Tyler and I were talking about this too, like we were leaving TPE and we felt like we were at a at a funeral. I mean yeah. like that, I was just like, what the hell just happened? It it felt surreal. Like I don't even know how to explain it. Hmm. And by the way, I think for a lot of people, that really was because I don't know how many people are going to TPE 2024, but I think it'll be a lot less uh, than 23. But, yeah, I mean, I'm curious to see how PCA is going to go, especially with like some of the big boys coming back. Uh, It'll be interesting to see if more retailers uh, decide to come. Um, But I think the one thing that I this is what like I think about a lot and talk to people about too, is like, it really doesn't matter how many people are there. It's how many people are there to buy. Yeah. Like if, if there's a thousand retailers and half of them are there because they just want to get away from the shop and, you know, maybe buy a few things that they need to refill. Like who cares? know, I don't mean that as an insult. I'm just saying, like, that helps numbers, but does that really help the people that are there, right? So, my, my thing is, how many people, like, dude, PCA 2021, I think it was, right? That was the one we came back. There was not a lot of retailers there, but, man, everybody there was looking to buy. That was an incredible show. So, let's see if we have bigger numbers and more people looking to, uh, you know, have their buying shoes on, if you
2: will. You know what's um, interesting about, like, how, like, uh, when you're you at the, being at the show is, like, so you're in the booth with Sutliff, you're a distributor, and then you have a few brands in there with you. But it's interesting, like, it's got to be a good feeling. I mean, not for, but... I guess not for the companies that you don't see anymore, but like there's like three or four mainstays in the Sutlas booth booth. And then there's always a couple of brands that have kind of like rotated out. You yeah. know, like another brand, uh what's that one? Uh Eddie Terrizona, Terrizona cigars. hmm Like he did uh man, he he spent a lot of money at uh TPE. And he wasn't even at the next TPE. Like he was at a a, a official sponsor. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what's going on with that brand. If he's if it's still around, I don't I don't know. Like if it's they hired all those people too. Have you heard anything, Mo? I have not. No. But yeah, there's there's been a few brands that have you kind of and then it's nice to see like the consistent people, uh, you know, like uh Matilde and um Eventura and you, you know, so it's kind of a good, yeah, like test to see. I don't know. I mean, it. That's the thing. It's, uh, um, it's these brands popping in and out. You know, it's well, it's, it's know, tough. It's,
1: yeah, I mean, it's gonna be interesting too, man. Because you know the intel that we're gathering, and I, I'll be back on the road at the end of this month. Um, mm. So we'll get a better idea but um from talking to various you know brokers retailers from throughout the country we're really seeing a shift back to a lot of like legacy brands Um, really yeah and what's going to be interesting is that like if the economy starts to soften which it is and it continues to you're going to see less and less people willing to take risks to try new stuff, bring new stuff in, uh, things like that. Uh, so that's going to be an interesting dynamic. And, and actually we probably started to see that shift a little bit at, during COVID. Yeah. But then the other the flip side is if your brand is positioned at a good price point, and especially if people think they're getting a great value and let's say their cigar budget has to come down a little bit. So instead of, you know, are you positioned in a place that, that you could be like an alternative to somebody that normally smokes a 15 or $20 cigar on the regular basis. So I don't know, man, it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting to see, but what are your guys' thoughts on why that
2: shift could be happening? Uh, I got a lot of theories about this. It's, um, First of all, is there's um, a lot of retailers that uh, don't, like, this. they kind of just want to be like, they just want to ring you up. They don't really want to talk to you about stuff. And, um, And then during COVID, when people were at home and smoking a ton, people were buying stuff without even having, you know, really having to be upsold or sold stuff. And then a lot of problem too is, is during After COVID is um, a lot of the guys who worked at the shop, um, they're getting unemployment, not to work. And a lot of shops laid off people and mm-hmm. they, they found other jobs. And then a lot of like, a lot of entry level jobs have gone up a lot on pay because it's hard to find people. Like even my job went up $4 right. an hour of starting pay. Now, a lot of these shops don't want to pay their guys more than 10, 12 bucks an hour. Right. And it's, it's a passion for a lot of, it's a hobby passion, whatever, for a lot of people. But when you're, when you're working and you're making 12 bucks an hour and you can't even afford to smoke, you're not even making enough to pay for your cigar for that hour, you know, um, unless unless you factor in your discount, you know, it's like they rather do something else. I mean, that's, it's. So I think a lot of these shops are going towards the companies that offer, that, that sell themselves or are constantly mm-hmm. offering a six in one, or they have the yeah. rep coming in and selling this, their cigars for them. They're coming in, they're redoing the section, they're, they're, right. they're presenting, making it a presentable mm-hmm. and they're, they're kind of there talking to the owner and showing their face. So it's, it's, it's tough that if you don't have brokers or you don't have people on the road constantly, or you have a rep that's lazy, um, it's going to be hard for them to keep your shelf space because these reps, they're, um, they feel the pressure and they're coming in. And then these companies are offering big, big deals, you know, um, yeah. to, you know, to sell uh, their brands. So it's, it's, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are, I think boutiques are, it's going to be, it's even harder, you know.
0: Um, I think. Yeah. Mo, well, when you say legacy brands, do you think that's more the affordable option that those brands are putting out or the more um the higher price point? Like for Padron, uh, is it gonna be the thousand series that people are leaning towards or
1: um that that's a great question. And that probably just depends on where the shop is. But I meant it more in the general, like people are are buying and looking for established brands. And Tyler actually just hit on a really, really interesting point. When COVID first started and, and shops were doing curbside and they didn't necessarily like have like a menu you could look at, right? Or whatever. People were buying what they remember or what they, you know. And so if... If you had transitioned away from some of like the smaller brands that you smoke and kind of got used again, used to smoking bigger brand stuff again during the pandemic, I think that foundation could have been laid some point during that time frame before shops started to open back up. So that's a really interesting point, and I hadn't really thought of that.
0: Have you guys ever given somebody a padrone with a band
1: off blind? I've not. I've done it with a daddy, no. but not not a padron. I
0: haven't either, but we were talking about that yesterday at the shop. Their mm-hmm. there single cap. Not the prettiest cigar. Mm-hmm. Just what I wonder what people would think if they didn't know it was a padron.
1: Their their flavor profile is pretty unmistakable, I feel like. Yeah. Especially on the anniversary stuff. Um, I, I will say this. And and I, I'm curious to see your guys' thoughts too. I feel like padrone, and I don't mean this in, like in a bad way. I mean this; it's great because these guys typically have more discretionary income. And by the way, when I say guys, I mean universal, not like not it's yeah. men and women, not not just. Um. But I don't see a lot of young people that smoke Padron. Okay, like I'll see a lot of age variation in Fuente smokers, yeah, even Davidoff smokers. But when I see people smoking Padron in anniversary, not Thousand Series, it's typically older people. And for the Thousand Series, a lot of your, like, there are literally guys that go, will go through a box of, and I know them personally, because I used to work in the shop, that will go through a box of, like, 7,000 series or something like that in a week. Whoa. Right? Or two weeks. And, but these are all older guys. And even when you go to shops now, typically, who do you see smoking Padron? Older guys. So, what are your? I mean, have you guys noticed this? Is am I crazy? And I guess my question is, is that why we're starting to see a more of a focus on circular cigars from them? Um, I I don't know. I mean, what are your guys' thoughts here?
2: Um, yeah,
0: I man, think old man brand.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I agree. Yeah. I, I, I see young
0: I, people. You're right on with that.
2: I mean, I smoke a lot of Padrone, but it's. I've been smoking for fourteen years, so it's yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm young, younger, I guess, but not. But a one like another brand like that's expensive. That's doing, I think, is taking. Well, I think Fanta did a good job with social media during COVID, and then op- and then they they're constantly coming out with limited editions, and they're they've been on fire with like the rare pink and all these, yeah, really cool stuff. But uh, I think like Atabay and Byron. Have been picking up a lot of accounts, and they got a lot of uh steam behind them right now. And that's Oliver is a he is a rock star man. He's he's developed really key relationship with a lot of like shops, you know, especially in Texas too. Yeah, but um, Atabay is another one that I think is more hip with the younger crowd. I don't know how they did it. I don't know if it's Oliver just hitting the streets and or what it is, but um yeah Adabe byron is doing they're coming out with a a maduro atabay Mm -hmm. uh, black black Mm -hmm. nft in real life
0: mo you said you saw davidoff in uh, younger people's hands yeah you'll Uh,
1: see see some younger people smoking davidoff we don't carry by the way everything's relative when we say younger in cigar terms like tyler's still in diapers you know what yeah. i'm saying so like in Dom, you'd be you'd be still in the womb Ooh. so you know the, take that with like look when i say younger i still mean like 30s watch right? out of my kick yeah. yeah yeah okay um,
0: <laughs> no but i'm thinking uh, in terms of Padron anniversary series yeah i don't see young people smoking but what other brand at that price point as the anniversary series do you see younger people smoking i think it could just be an income thing
1: it, well, it, it, well that's why I said and it could be because these this group of people has higher discretionary income. But even the Thousand Series. That's yeah, okay. all older dudes, man.
0: The I will say Dunbarton has some younger people smoking them, and that's kind of a higher price point, at least for California, because we have right. to pay the tax on them.
2: Right.
1: Um
2: yeah, and soccer is people smoking
1: Dunbarton, so
2: yeah they do a lot of uh uh his his like he's always got like a big story and i think it's gonna be easier to kind of remember the big story but um and it's weird too like davidoff they're doing a lot of direct to consumer now so yeah can um, you
1: imagine if man okay yeah go ahead Tyler, sorry
2: no well that's the thing it's like it's funny when uh like there's a shop i used to work at and uh before I would bring in a small brand, they'd be like, oh, are they an online brand? I'm like, what do you mean an online brand? Can you buy it online? I'm like, yeah, but there's a, like a couple sites, but it's not like, mm-hmm. I'm like, but like Cigar International is owned by STG and they own 75% of this humidor. So that that's an online brand. And I'm like, and look, um, I'm like, you can buy the, the same cigar we're selling for 10 bucks. You can buy them for $3. Right, and then he's like, no, you can't. And then I popped up. I went on the site and I'm like, there you go. And he's like, oh, that just you just got lucky. I'm like, no, I, I pay attention to this shit, like, mm-hmm. you know. And that's uh, weird, but it's like, it's it's always like the you believe in something if it if it doesn't cost a lot of money or if it, if it's you know it's yeah. easy to back you know. But if it's something mm-hmm. that's gonna cost your money, he's like, oh, I don't mind what he said I'm still gonna carry the brand. But if it's someone small, you're like, yeah, fuck that guy, get rid of it. Right. You know. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep. Uh, Dom, you you carry um uh Otego, right? No, Napa does. No, oh, Napa. Okay. Yeah.
0: I wonder if it'll be like what if with what I've seen from whiskey or bourbon during COVID, everything sold out. Mm-hmm. And then I've been reading about mezcal. People took that time to start becoming more knowledgeable about the spirits. And so mm-hmm. they were more selective of what they bought. And then the prices on everything liquor-wise just skyrocketed. So now people are looking for the best affordable options. Sure. So I just wonder if you the know, same pattern is going to be with cigars.
2: Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It could be. Uh, I went to a, a bar in Austin, and they had they're like it was like happy hour uh, cocktails only ten dollars and ten dollars a drink. I'm like a I'm like what? How is that a special? <laughs> you know, but a lot of these fucking drinks are seventeen bucks for a drink. I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I'm not a drinker. It's insane. Yeah. Oh, I I, I went to a movie in um in Brookfield here in, uh, mm-hmm. with my dad and Alyssa. It was twenty dollars a ticket to see Guardians what? so the Gap. Oh. Yeah. Holy
0: shit. I didn't even know that was coming out, and now it's out.
2: It was a really good movie, but it was like one of those dream loungers and a huge screen, but, you know, you pay a little bit more.
1: This wasn't like a run-of-the-mill movie theater, like it was? No, it's
2: the Majestic, Marcus Majestic, so it's a huge theater, double-decker. Okay.
1: Well, that's a little bit different, but still, man, 20 bucks. my God. I know. Fuck. Dude, I don't know. I mean like man, sometimes I just don't even fucking I don't even know how people do it. We
0: you just compare it. Would you rather spend twenty bucks, uh, was that like three hours, two to three hours watching a film reclined, or buy a twenty, thirty dollar cigar and hang out at the lounge for
1: buy a twenty, thirty dollar cigar and hang out at the lounge.
0: Yeah, probably me too.
2: Yeah. Um i tell you what, so uh, I came up here yesterday with Alyssa, and then uh, a bunch of people uh, came up, and we had, uh, uh, it was good to catch up with everybody, um, but uh, I miss hanging out at lounges, you know, um, it was a lot of, I had a lot of fun last night, mm-hmm. um, but it's, uh, when I smoke cigars in Austin, it's either by myself or at Roma Craft, so it's, yeah, maybe I should yourself. start. Yeah, so so maybe I should start going to... <laughs>
1: those, guys, those guys avoid you.
2: Yeah, no, it's... uh Or it's at work, so... But, like, yeah. Smokers Abbey is, like, 30 minutes away. So that's not really... uh Roma Craft's 20 minutes, so... But, yeah, Smokers Abbey's about 30. Speaking of Smokers Abbey, Tyler,
1: we got an event there May 31st. I'll be there. So hopefully be seeing you, man.
0: I do miss sure. uh, at the last place I lived. Just smoking alone in my garden. It was a nice time. Mm.
1: You know, I go back yeah. and forth, man. Sometimes I do just like smoking by myself or whatever. Recently, though, I'm kind of with Tyler. Like I've been getting more of an itch to like go hang out at the lounge more um, and just be around people and bullshit and... Uh, so yeah, I could see myself maybe this summer going to the lounge a little bit more.
2: What's the closest one to you, or is that giving away too much info about you? No,
1: I don't care. Um, <laughs> well, that's what the closest one that carries patina would be Casa de Monte Cristo.
2: And, and countryside.
1: Loung- yeah, and I don't hang out at lounges that don't carry it. So
2: there's a couple oh, that, that, that makes yeah to makes tools.
1: I I won't go there. (laughs) And that's not to be a dick, Um, by the way. That is purely because like they told me they were going to bring it in and still haven't, so I'm just like, I don't want to like cheapen myself if that makes sense, like continually showing up because then they'll take it like, oh man, he really wants us. And you ever know, like the more and this goes for getting your cigars the more that you like the more that somebody knows you want something the less they're likely to give it to you so there becomes that fine line between being aggressive and trying to get on the shelves and things like that and then having some self being stuff. desperate yeah like once people like smell desperation you're not you're not sexy anymore so
2: not, not or it's like when you're them. in a relationship. What's that? Yeah. It's like being in a relationship. That's when everybody really? wants to be with you. Yep. But, but when you're single, are like, oh, there's a reason he's single, but...
0: Are your DMs full, Tyler? It's weird. Uh, Gotta no. block them all. Uh, I missed the segue earlier with the trade show talk. Speaking of PCA, shout out to our sponsor, Cigar Noise. Dave West is going to be there. Found out recently. Um, he is stateside at the moment. All the more
2: reason for you to come. Dave the Wagon Blitz oh, yes.
0: uh does some stuff for Small Batch online. Tyler, have you seen anything on Small Batch recently you've been interested in?
2: Oh, I haven't been on it in a minute.
0: Well, how about the blind review? Um, Alma fuerte. Good cigar. Yeah. I didn't think I, I was I I I didn't think I was a Placencia fan.
1: That changed my mind. Hey Dom, speaking of small batch blind reviews, you've kind of gone from being the oddball to now you're a lot more aligned with like Ben and Mookow. And What, is that Ted, a thing? And Ted has kind of been the oddball. In like the last- Yeah, Ted's the outlier. Six months.
0: I have not paid attention to any trends
1: i i always like when i see you like it it's always a hit or miss <laughs> like historically of whether the rest of them would like it right, right.
0: Yeah, yeah i agree with that
1: now it's like you're more indicative of what ben and mukau are gonna like and ted is like it'll be like single 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 box like and then you, you'll be like Box, mukai will be like Fiverr, Ben will be like Fiverr, and Ted will be single. It's, I, it's interesting how that's changed.
0: Yeah, so I, I always look for, if we have any common, uh, common commonalities in the notes, we had all, like three of us said Mesquite two weeks ago, which was crazy. Yeah. Um, but I always thought, I like you, I agreed with Ted usually more than Rich but maybe I'm a uh, team rich and Ben now.
1: Sorry, I think Dad. so. And when you say rich, I, I like have to double take and remember what you're talking about. Yeah. Because I always forget his name is rich. I just know him <laughs> as Kyle, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, but speaking of Kyle, he had a question. Do you guys hey, want you... me to read this to you? Shoot. Oh, all right. So his question, cause I posted, uh, earlier today and then said, hey, if anybody has any questions. So Mu, here's the scenario. You take either Dom or Tyler on a date, then you take the other one home to bed, which is getting the date and which is getting the action afterward? Oh my God. So I answered that I would take an oath of celibacy and as part of that oath of <laughs> celibacy. Uh, no dating would also fall under that that
0: uh, it's a good way now, to not become pregnant
1: yes I you know safety first I don't know where you guys have been obviously Dom we know where you've been uh, Tyler uh, who knows I mean it's a crapshoot. you know Austin's changed you we don't know what kind of shit you've gotten into since you've been there So we gotta be really careful. So in 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 the interest of of cleanliness, of safety, I'm gonna have to decline both of those.
0: All right. Take that, Cal. Uh
2: (laughs) Thanks, Cal. Are you a male? Are are we females in this? And you're the male. Are we both males? Or are we? I, I think. I do we? Think are we gender all, fluid in this? I think we're pretty gender fluid in
1: this. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Cow's uh? Yeah. How does it hold back?
2: Um, I got a quick story, real quick. So, I was talking to a guy, and I told him that. Me and my girlfriend, we stopped somewhere. We're on our way up to Wisconsin. And uh, I said, yeah, I'm going to Wisconsin to where I'm from. And then uh, um, Alyssa dropped me off at this place. And then she went to go run an errand. And then she came to pick me up. And she came in there. And uh, he saw her getting out of the truck. She's like, oh, she's definitely not from Wisconsin. I'm like, what? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm from Wisconsin. She's from um, San Antonio. And then. She comes in and he's like, oh, I, I know you're not from Wisconsin. And she's like, what, no, I'm from San Antonio. And then um, he's and then he's like, how does somebody like, how do you guys meet? How does somebody like you meet somebody like her? We're like, what? It was just weird. And then uh, uh, she's like, uh, have you heard of a dating app? You know, it's like, it was just like, out. I don't know if it was like racial, how he was asking this or what, but. Well, Tyler, I'm I'm gonna translate it for you. Yes, Yes. it was
1: racial. And uh, you're probably not used to that, but Mm -mm. I promise you, it happens all the time.
2: Yeah, I felt bad for not saying more. You know, just kind of like I was taken aback and I'm like,
1: yeah, it, you, you're, you're kind of at a loss for words. Like even like me, I'll get questions. And this has even happened when I've been trying to sell Patina. They'll ask you, oh, where are you from? And I'll be like, Chicago. And they'll be like, no, like, where are you from? Like, w- yes. what do you mean? Like, Chicago. Like. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he was getting at.
2: Yeah, it was a very uncomfortable um. Yep. So, it yeah. So. Uh, uh. Yeah, that was. Yeah, it's just. Uh. Yeah, it was weird. But I felt. I felt bad for not. Uh, speaking up and and be like, well, what, what, what do you mean? You know. Um. <laughs> so I don't know. What do you mean? Funny how? Say with like your guess, Yeah. Funny.
1: Yeah. So it was weird. Yeah. People suck.
2: Some people suck. Yeah. We were in Texas too. So it's like it's weird.
0: Were you in Austin <laughs>
2: or elsewhere? No, we we weren't in Austin though. Hmm.
0: So um back to the patina anniversary. When mm-hmm. I was smoking it, I thought to myself, Oh hey, I gotta start keeping track of the new cigars coming out, especially the trade show coming up. Mm-hmm. To do a end of the year list, mm. before the trade show, does anything pop into your guys' mind that's been really good this year?
1: I really like the uh, that Tatsuwaje Tuxla Tenderloin.
2: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, really I spicy.
1: Really, I really enjoyed that cigar. Um, I haven't really. I don't know if I've smoked anything else that was released actually in twenty twenty three um because that was still that was the end of 2022 wasn't it that cigar or was it twenty twenty three.
0: it no, was at the trade show last year but it just came out oh, this year
1: gotcha okay all right um i'm not sure what you know i picked up a speaking of Placencia, i picked up a placentia year of the rabbit mm-hmm. that they did i heard that was a really really good cigar but i i haven't gotten around to it yet um i picked up that new padrone round one Oh, okay. Uh, not not the short the fat sixty?
2: Oh.
1: The uh other one. The it's like a Toro size but circular. It's a nineteen sixty four blend. Uh, Maduro.
2: Um I, I tried the La Creme I tried the Petite Robusto. Oh the
1: uh, oh, is that the one Miguel
2: gave us at the uh oh no, that was the left to see here. okay, sorry. Yeah, um, it was, it was good. Um, twelve fifty, for like a four, a uh, a small, small mm-hmm. little dude. Yeah, but it's broadly so. I mean, it's broadly so. I could see. It was good. Yeah,
0: the Serpents and Rainbows this year were really good. The so which one? Black Label Serpents and SNR.
1: Oh okay, yeah. Uh, but...
0: The Psalm of Lab was good.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I got
2: one of
0: those. see a new one. Wildfire came out. With a few um, things I still need to try, mm-hmm. New mm-hmm. cigars.
1: Yeah, no. I'm wildfire's all... new stuff. Yeah, uh, Abby carries them. Vlad, Vlad's one cigar is out of the Cavalier factory, and then the Wildfire new ones; those are out of Cavalier too, right? Yes. Okay.
0: Um, some of the Wildfire
1: came out. What's that?
0: Not all of the Somewhere new ones. Out
1: of La oh my goodness. Uh
0: I believe Wildfire's using two two uh factories oh, as well. Okay. Gotcha. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Some of it's out of La Jolla. Yeah, yeah. La Jolla. I mean Jolla, oh, yeah, yeah. La is in San Diego man. <laughs> um I did pick up uh the foundation sentenger or whatever. How do you say Ceneter. Sennetter. I mm-hmm. uh, have not smoked that yet, but am looking forward to trying that. Um, I'm not really sure what else is new
2: that I've been wanting to try. A lot of, a lot of TAA have dropped. Okay. That I haven't I tried don't, yet. I don't, gen- I don't generally. Uh, I do but... well, the Tatawahe. Uh, yeah. vice. Uh, the vice versa from Fratello. Oh, yeah. Did you smoke that? No. It's oh, 15 okay. bucks. Oh, Long
1: uh, live
0: The Queen by Caldwell. I don't know if that came out the beginning of this year, but that was really good. think
1: so. Yeah, they had that. Nice
2: He's category. all over social media now. He's doing videos, like, every day on Instagram.
1: Yeah. Seen a few. Yeah, man, you got to. Have you been I smoking... Mean- you, you really do it's really competitive out there, and uh if you're not constantly in front of people, they forget about you. I mean, I know I post a lot more often than i than I was for a while
2: uh Visa horny,
1: yeah, when's that dropping, dude
2: august and- uh, august September all right well, save me a couple bundles yeah I'm... I got you uh. Yeah, it's been um, – I've been getting some good feedback. Um, the uh, – uh, uh, Skip's been smoking a lot of them. Uh, and then uh, I gave some to the guys at Roma, and then I gave one to Brandon at Michaels. I gave one to nice. Tron. No, I gave one to uh, Alex at Lake Country. He liked it a lot. And he's like, I'm not just saying that because you're here. And then I gave one to Shane, and Shane's a tough, tough critic. Mm-hmm. So uh, hopefully – I told him, hey, please just give it a few days in your humidor, smoke it indoors, get the full aroma. You know, I'm, I'm nervous. The full aroma? Yeah, the full aroma. Yeah. Uh, uh, so.
1: hi, um, is that coming out in one size, T-Bone?
2: Yeah. Okay. Bundles well, of 10.
1: Nice. Yeah. So what size finally went into production?
2: Four five
1: two, four by fifty-two. All right. I'm excited, man.
0: Tyler, buddy of mine asked if you ate hormel tamales as a kid growing up. No, and never. Can tamales? Oh. He just he sometimes listens. He says, I feel like Tyler would eat these. I think oh, a come Wisconsin on, white boy joke.
2: <laughs> uh it's funny though, because, like I'll take a list of like my favorite places to eat here. She's like, it's okay. I'm like damn like but the food's so much better in Austin. It's way better.
1: Yeah, I believe that.
2: I'm thinking about better taking her to Yeah, I'm thinking about taking her to Portellos since uh he's never that, had Portellos.
1: Yeah, that's a no-brainer. That's yeah. a must.
2: We're thinking about stopping in Chicago tomorrow, but I was gonna see if you were around, but I don't know what time we'll be there. Let me know. Okay. Yeah, hopefully the humidor doesn't. Get damaged or anything during the transit.
1: Well, they have something to cover it with,
2: yeah. I took okay. the doors off of it, and uh, yeah, I, to, I don't know, yeah, all right. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we stayed in, Uh, we drove so we left uh, 7 a.m. from San Antonio because we had to drop the pups off at her sister's house. So we drove from San Antonio and then stopped in Dallas, and then drove all the way to St. Louis, and then we got a hotel, actually in Illinois, mm-hmm. and then uh, drove from there, left at like 11, because we got in about midnight. So it's not it's not that bad um, of a drive. I mean, it's long, but um, we have two days to get back, so we should be good. Mm-hmm. he's got to work out she's got to work on Friday but um, yeah
0: I don't, know. I don't want to drag this on too long because we passed the hour mark but okay I'm thinking back to the uh, young people what they're smoking mm-hmm. I've never talked to or met Clark from LCA um, what they put on social media is kind of annoying I think but I think he does have a hold of kind of that younger generation of smokers mm-hmm. we do we yeah. still have people coming into the shop asking for them probably more than other brands um so you can't just discount that because you disagree with how somebody's trying to sell something but i don't know that's the tough. it's like you don't understand the kids it means you're getting old
2: mm, I don't know. yeah but there's a lot of shops too that are have been dropping off and have been Struggling mm-hmm. to move it, or been putting them in discount bags too. But yeah, yeah. Um. So it's it's uh, it's kind of like it turning into viaje where some of the stuff you know, if it's like the a cookie or whatever, a cartoon character will do well, but if it's like the the cognac or whatever, it's not going to do as well. Or if it's
1: you got to you got um, rem- to remember though, who are you? And by the way, when I say that about Padron and stuff like that. That demographic, if you could hit the home run with them, is your best demographic. Yeah. Those are the guys with the most discretionary income. Those are the guys least likely to be what's new, what's new. Those are the guys that are most likely to keep you as a part of the rotation if they like it and buy it by the box. So, like, sometimes I think we lose our way that we're trying to appeal to this segment that really doesn't reward you for spending time to try to appeal to them as yeah. smaller brands. As a smaller brand, I've always like wanted to punch up, meaning I want to try to grab some of those people that once they get on a brand, they stay on it and buy it by the box rather than chase the people, the, the what's new crowd, because dude, I don't come out with cigars that quickly to always be chasing what's new. Right.
2: So yeah. 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 And and me not working in a shop anymore, it's I'm not chasing the new stuff. There's a couple of brands where I'll get the new stuff, but it's very rare that I'm not buying Roma Craft or Patina. Um, it's basically I still kind of i mean when I worked the shop, like I always had a core four. I've talked about it a hundred million times, those Roma Craft Patina Foundation tatuaje And then those are kind of like the, the still the four brands, like Mm-hmm. I mean, I smoke mostly uh, Roma Craft, you know, because they have a ride for, wide, wide variety, whatever. But, but um, I'm not chasing all the new viajes or the new ground heads or the, you know, I'm I'm just sticking to, like I'm maybe because I'm getting old and I'm just picking the, the stuff that I know and like. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But I, I'm really excited to see this Padron Fuente collab. Oh yeah, that's um, gonna be awesome. Yeah, I don't. I we doubt, we I won't know be able to afford it, them. but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you might be able to get one from Casa, uh, but Maybe. Uh, the rest, the rest of us are. We won't be getting it.
0: Did they say that's gonna be released this year, or you're just
2: hopeful? I mean, they've been talking about it for three or four years, so. But a, well, I want to say one more thing about the um, the current like landscape of cigars. Too, and being a smaller brand, like you can spend a lot of your time getting to know, like like a guy like me who works at a shop, mm-hmm. and you spend a lot of time with him. And a lot of the guys like me are leaving, you know. Yep. And then mm-hmm. you got to restart it. So it's yep. like you get. So it's like you get to know the owner, who maybe isn't necessarily hand selling it as much. Mm-hmm. Or do you get to know a guy like me who, I mean, I, I did it for since 2017 till 2021, mm-hmm. 20, 2016, so I did it for a while, and what I'm happy is like the brands that I really, like, hand sold and taught are still doing mm-hmm. well at Lake Country, Um yeah. Patina and Roma Craft continue to do well, and they actually are doing better since I left. So, I mean, that shows that Lake Country is one of the outliers where they have. Guys that are true nerds and tobacconists, more tobacconists than nerds. But um, <laughs> I mean, they know. Yeah, they're they go to the PCA. They they go to uh, they smoke. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. they they want to know the factories, the blends. Yeah, but it's hard. It's like if you, if you're a brand owner or a, and you have reps or whatever. But like, it's like you're spending all this time training the people at a shop, and then. They turn over in a year or six months, 100%. you got to do it again. Yeah, so it's tough. I don't envy it. Um, I mean, there's a part of me who always wanted to be a rap or be a, uh, you know, uh, like I always like my kind of like my dream gig would have been like something that like Laurel did it for Macanudo, something like that, where I go around the country and do events and stuff because I like doing events. Um, Is doing the same thing for AJ yeah yeah i think she is yeah um you know she's going to the multi-vendor stuff and and then doing like big events with shops so that's something i like to do um i don't know how well i would do like going into a shop that doesn't carry the brand that i'm repping you know and trying to get them to buy it and bring it in i don't know well i would do with that but i think i would do well but for me, it's the one thing about the cigar industry I don't like is the, the constant turnover. I've been at the same job for 12 years. And before that, I was at, the, at a job for three years. And that's been my adult life. I've had two jobs since I was mm-hmm. 18. And it's been the same yeah. industry. So it's like, I don't like the constant change and not knowing if I'm getting a paycheck or collecting unemployment. Uh, The only time I've ever been unemployed was I was in high school. And uh, um the company I was working for was going under. And uh, I left a little early to kind of take some time, and then I got hired at uh, Home Depot. But other than that, I haven't had any lapse in my employment since high school. Yeah, so I I, don't, I can't do that. I, I it's I, my anxiety goes through. It's already through the roof. So I can't imagine not knowing that. You know, a lot of these companies, man, they they fly through their people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, like jobs. Yeah. It. I'm yeah. with you
1: and and I just in the two things we could talk about next week, if you guys have me back or not next yeah. week, you're out. Down. Yeah. Two weeks from now, two weeks from now, uh, events, cutting lights, all of that. Those I think are going to shift. Uh, and then Tyler, the other thing, uh, I, we need more brokers. Um, there is, there are too many brands and not enough people because the portfolios are getting too full Yeah, of the, of the people that, so we went from, so we got to find a way, either you carve up the territories more or whatever and find a, it's just, it's a long game thing as a broker. And how many people have the cash to stay afloat while they build their brokerage? I don't know, but the industry could definitely use more brokers because I don't, you know, kind of looking at the landscape today, I don't know what that looks like in five years
2: because. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, weird about brokers too, is a lot of them is you kind of have to keep the broker you have because. Yep. A lot of times the relationship isn't really with your brand is with the broker. Yeah. The broker's I mean, in there. So that's like, you have to be careful. It's a tough. Yeah. It's tough, man. It's a. Yep. Um, but like I, like I, I've told you all a million times is you're, you're doing it the right way where you're doing it to be around for a while. You're building the core brands and, and, uh, you know, your, your LE has been selling out everywhere, you know, and, uh, um, you, you know, you're not the guy who's going to go that well every, every two months. Like a lot of these companies are depending yeah. on it. Right. You no, know. there's no way. It's not, it's not sustainable. Yeah. And then you see these brands and they're doing social media videos. And then you're looking behind them and you're seeing hundreds of boxes. And then they'll do a video of them packing up the their, their orders and it's all their LE stuff. It's like, well, what about that those thousands of boxes of Coraline that you have sitting behind you? Because I'm only yeah. seeing you packing five of the LEs in one Coraline box, you know? So it's like. Yeah, it's tough, man. And it's only going to yeah. get tougher, unfortunately. Yeah.
0: All right, guys, wrapping things up. Right. Uh, if you're in the Bay Area next week, May 18th, Thursday, come see Matt Booth the LUNA CR ER Lounge. If you're not in the Bay Area, May 19th, uh, reach out to ICS on Instagram, DM them, uh, for a link to cutlight Light with Mo.
2: Yes, sir. May thirty first, Smoker's Abbey in Austin with Mo. Patina, And Tyler. And the, yeah. And Tyler. And, and uh Fish. Is his Fish, son gonna yeah. be there? Who uh I don't
1: know. But he will be. Well, I'm sure, yeah, he lives in Austin, right? I don't his know. Son, yeah, oh, so he I does. Think. Uh are you are you doing an event in Dallas? Yes. Uh well, Fort Worth um Viso oh. and I think old Grapevine.
2: Okay, Ooh. El Dandy it. El, El Dandy?
1: Dandy. I gotta, I haven't confirmed that one, but yeah, it's the so going and, and I believe Brandon will be joining us at one of those, so we'll see. My man, we gotta get you up there, Tyler. Maybe. uh, what day are you doing it? Uh, one of them's Thursday, one of them's Friday. Uh,
2: what day's the 31st? Wednesday. Also, oh, Wednesday here, and then you're going to talk to yeah. Dallas. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That'd be dope. All right. All right, guys. Rock and roll.
1: Have a great night, guys. Keep those Thank cigars you. on ice. Later, boys. Yeah. <laughs>